Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at episode 60. Ooh, 60. Episode 60. I like these round numbers. Yeah. If it was years and we were British citizens, we'd get a free bus pass. That'd be awesome. It does make us twice the age of my favourite comedy podcast, The Bugle. So... So then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> twice as old, Buglers. <laughs> Um, this episode is about packing a backpack, and you can find us at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Well, this week we're on the Isle of Wight. We're staying in Ventnor, and um, we've just spent the last four or five days with a couple of friends. One of the friends owns the flat that we're in, and she's very graciously and her parents have let us stay for the next couple of weeks, so we're really excited about it. We've just had a really great few days going for walks, being stuck inside in the rain, playing cards. It's been good. Yeah, you'll find our video and ideas for if you come to the Isle of Wight on Monday's Travel Talk video podcast. Um, it'll come out in the same feed if you are subscribed. And um, please send us your video from wherever you are, and we'll include that there. Uh, because we're on the Isle of Wight, and because internet access isn't necessarily the best here, our release dates might be a little off, um, so we might be releasing the podcast a day or two late over the next few weeks. So on to the content, um, packing a backpack. Well, I'm thinking about this topic and thinking about packing well for space, for comfort, and for our health. Yeah. I mean, space, because obviously with a smaller bag, you want to be able to fit everything you want in. Mm -hmm. Comfort, because you're going to be carrying the thing, and if it's too heavy and badly um, weighted, then you won't be having a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right, and health, just double backs on that you don't want to strain your back carrying a pack around yeah we heard about one woman who walked across china with a backpack and she lost an inch in height yeah because she was carrying i think she was carrying too much i don't know maybe she was okay but it doesn't sound too good going from you know five eight to five seven no but if you want to become shorter you could consider backpacking rather than uh, surgery yeah, go for it. <laughs> so what we're going to do um, on the show is give you some theory, some tips, and then give an example with our stuff. I'm going to be packing my 45 plus 8 litre Berghaus Antius 3, and if you're watching the iTunes enhanced version, you can watch me as I pack. It's fascinating. Yeah. If you're not subscribed to the iTunes enhanced version, you should be, because Craig's putting a lot of work into it, and it's really easy to subscribe. Just come by the website and press the button that says iTunes enhanced version. It's pretty simple. Into theory then, the two things to consider are your weight distribution and the shape of the items you're putting into your bag. Um, for your weight distribution, I'm thinking about the your balance, you know, the closer you can get your center of gravity, the easier it's going to be to balance and the lighter your load's going to feel. You want to ensure your pack doesn't um, pull away from your back yeah. because of the weight. You want to try and keep that in against your body. And that way you won't strain your back. And secondarily, make sure that you've got the same amount of weight on both sides of your bag. Yeah. If you've got one side full of heavy stuff and the other side full of light stuff, you're going to notice the difference. Yeah, you're going to start pulling left. Oh, right. Next thing is shape. I mean, you've got to think about the shape of your bag and the sh shape of the stuff that's going in. You need to be able to fit stuff in. If you've got lots of pockets of, of empty air, then you're not using the bag to its best ability. You also need to think about fragile items, such as bottles of wine, <clears throat> or vodka, <clears throat> schnapps, or other things we've carried around in our bags. Um, so it might be a good idea to think about what you can wrap around it, what you can put around those fragile items. Also, those things might poke into your back if you're not careful. So think about where you can put them in your bag so that they're not making lumps in your bag 
and pressing into your back. I think it's important to keep the heaviest items in your pack towards the bottom, maybe not at the absolute bottom, but towards the bottom of the bag and also closer to the body. Um, This really does help. It stops that pack just pulling backwards and the amount of times we've been walking, even quite long trails like the West Highland Way and the Camino, and seen people with their bag, they're just kind of fighting their bag as it tries to pull them backwards and they try to lean forwards. Yeah. Um, it really does help a lot. Yeah, because you've got a, um, a hip strap on your bag, that's where most of your weight is going to be resting on your body. So if you put more of the weight there rather than up higher where it's not got so much support, then it's really going to make a difference. How do you get packed? First of all, lay out everything you want to fit into the pack, onto the floor or onto a bed, And um, you can have a look at what you want to fit in there. Yeah, have a look at what's actually on the bed and consider the question, are you packing light? Some of the things that are on the bed might not be completely necessary for your trip. You know, taking an iron, backpacking, not such a good idea. You can leave that behind. So is there anything you can leave behind that isn't absolutely essential? Next question is, what are you going to use daily or more than daily? You want to make sure these things are easy to access. It's also good to have regular places for things that need quick access. Things like torches or what else? Uh, Pocket knife, things like that that you'd be using all the time. Okay, next thing. Can you use compression sacks to organise your things? Of course, they can compress things as well. But it's really useful, I find, to, to put things into bags so that you can then stack them neatly in your bag. Yeah, I never used to like this idea. I like to, especially with clothing, just... Stuff it in there. Stuff, stuff. But um, now I use compression packs as well to keep my things organised. It also keeps them clean because if something leaks in your bag, if you've just got that one extra layer, then they're less likely to get all covered in shampoo or washing liquid or flour or whatever you've got spilling in your bag. Yeah, it's true. So you've got everything laid out in the bed. You've got rid of any junk that you've decided that you don't want to bring. You've thought about what you need quick access to, and you've compressed everything you can. So the next thing to consider is the weighty items and the light items, and how you're going to fit them in. Basically, think of it like a jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) Have a look at your bag, see what will go in, and play around with it. Mm. Okay, so let's go now into this um, practical example, and you can listen to me packing my bag. If you're on the iTunes Enhanced version, you can uh, follow along. Fun for all the family. Okay, so here we are, and I've got my pack here. It's a Berghaus Antius, um, 45 plus 8 litre, and it's the um, part 3 model. On the bed, I've got everything I want to pack. Uh, here I've got my pack cover, which I use for flights. got my big heavy mountain hardware jacket. It's quite nice today outside, so I'm not going to be using that. And I've also got a small sleeping bag electronics kit, I've got a compass, um, flat world dishes set, and a light my fire spork. I have a pair of waterproof trousers in their own compression bag, my Vibram five fingers in their travel kit, compression sack filled with all of my clothing. I also have a plastic bag which has got things like shampoo, um, hair gel, that kind of stuff in it. thing of deodorant, toiletries kit with toothbrush and shaving gear or that kind of thing. I've got a small Maglite AA torch, uh, camera, microphone, 
I've got a set of playing cards from the Eurostar and also a uh, miniature chess set, which is magnetic. A cell phone, lighter, a set of notebooks and a pen, and three books. At the moment, I am going to begin learning Spanish sometime this week. So I've got Lonely Planet's Fast Talk Spanish, which I used on the Camino. I've got Teach Yourself Beginner Spanish. And I've got Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I'm not sure how that's going to help me learn Spanish. But anyway, finally I've got a Kathmandu Frisbee. This is awesome fun. You can um, scrunch it up so it fits in your bag really easily. And put it right up into your hand. And then when it expands out, there we go, it's a full-size Frisbee. So, what are we going to do with all of this? First of all, I've got some specific things that go in specific places. So I'm going to open up the front of the bag here. And in here I'm going to put the pack cover. And also the compass. Zip it up. Right, heaviest things near the bottom and at the back. So, here goes the sleeping bag, it's going in first. Secondly, the electronics kit that can fit in down beside the sleeping bag at the bottom of the pack. Cool, waterproof trousers aren't going to be used today. What is going to go in next? I've still got a bit of space down by the sleeping bag there. So I'm thinking that I'm unlikely to be using my toilet, um, toiletries bag here until tomorrow morning. So that can go in there. There we go. And that evens everything out. So clothes bag's going in next. It's going in sideways. I want to keep the balance of that because it's quite heavy. And now down the back of there, I'm going to slide my uh, flat world dishes set. Um, not going to be using my Vibram Five Fingers or the Kathmandu Frisbee today, so I'll drop them in next. As I said, the weather's fine, so I'm going to put my jacket in there now. I'm a roller, so I take these big items of clothes, give them a quick fold, and then roll them up. There we go. Books. They are heavy. They're going up against my back. Toiletries kit's very light and the hip flask is only half full, so we're going to put the hip flask down against the back there and the toiletries kit just sitting on top. Right, here goes the deodorant. Um, microphone and camera I'm probably going to want to use later today. I never know when I want to pull them out, so I'll leave them here. Um, and the sport can drop in here. Just pulling the bag tight at the moment, pulling on the drawstring. Perfect. Going to open up the top part of the bag now and put everything that remains in here. This is stuff that I'm going to want to use probably today. So we're dropping the cell phone and the lighter, dropping the cards and the chess set. Now the notebooks and pen. The AA torch, I don't think I'm going to want to use this today, but I need to know exactly where it is, if it's dark, and if I'm looking for it. So this is an easily accessible place. So that goes in there too. Um, finally, the microphone and the camera. They go in there, and we'll zip them up. I'm going to tighten all of the straps now. By keeping the, the straps tight, 
it means that you have the weight closer to you and therefore have better balance. And you can see that I'm fully packed with nothing hanging on the outside. I do have a uh, safety pin here attached and I've also got a carabiner attached to the side. Now I don't recommend that you hang things on the outside of your bag but if you've got a rubbish bag or you've got some wet clothes a carabiner can be a really good way to hook things together. And there we go, it's packed. So let's head back to the tips. Alright, to finish off, we got an email from Chris in England following up on episode 54. So we thought we'd just go through this because he's got some great tips. First of all, he says, I love buffs. They're a stretchy loop of microfiber material, very light and dries quickly. The best thing is they're useful for lots of things. A beanie hat for the cold or when it's hot around the neck, around the neck when it's cold, across the face when it's windy. Um, so, sounds useful. Yep. Secondly, he also loves his nylon broad-rimmed hat. He uses it of course, in the sun to keep the sun off, but he also uses it in the rain because it keeps off the rain as well. Number three, an LED head torch is a must. He says, in the middle of a western city, you may look at these and think it's daft, but if you're in a tent, there's nothing better for finding things, reading, going to the loo, and they're also great if you're in a dormitory and need to go to the loo or read but don't want to turn the light on. He likes the Petzl Tika XP, um, but they make lots of good ones. He also really likes smart wool socks. We've talked about these before, and Craig loves them. Of course, they um, they keep you warm, and they stop your feet from reeking. Very mm. nice. He also says merino wool is so good, they're great for underlayers and everyday wear, like long johns and t-shirts. The only problem is they are so expensive. Icebreak is the big brand for this. Um, it's a New Zealand brand, Yay. and uh, we like that, but... They're so much more expensive in Europe than they yeah. are back home. If you want them cheap, go to New Zealand. It'll only cost you like £600 to get there and back. Yeah, that'll be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six, if you're going somewhere cool, a down, down jacket is great. Get one, a really thin one though, because otherwise it'll be too warm. He says that it's also great for using as a pillow, but don't buy it just to use as a pillow. <laughs> Rohan make great underwear or pants if you're English. It's made of polyester, which I agree, it does sound horrible, but like top-performing base layers, it works, so it's comfortable if you're doing exercise. It also dries quickly, so it's easy to wash, and it's light. His last tip is to get an old iPod, because they're a great way to copy pictures off your digital camera. Um, you can use it as a, as a backup hard drive, basically. You need a little USB dongle which attaches to it, which is called an iPod camera connector, which are unfortunately beginning to become rare. And um, he also says it doesn't work with the latest iPods. Cool. Chris, thank you so much for your email. If you have some travel tips to share with us or something you think needs to go on our pack, then do send us an email. Mail at IndieTravelPodcast.com. So, Affiliate of the Week is LastMinute.com. They've got cheap flights, package deals, hotels and car hire. Um, I find them best, actually, for cheap weekend getaways or weeks away. You can book, like they say, at the last minute. And they're selling up un unbought beds, basically, in hotels. So it can be a lot cheaper than booking in advance. Budget travellers like us, we use them either if we want a treat, we want to kind of upgrade for a few nights and get away from everything, or if we're going to a city and we haven't been able to find any hostels, then lastminute.com um, can really help us out and has done in the past. 
So if you're interested in booking with them or with any other of our affiliates, you can come by IndieTravelPodcast.com forward slash shop and support the show. Yeah, come by the site anyway because we've got all sorts of great things. Craig's made a new homepage and we've also got podcasts, articles, videos, all sorts of things going on there. So it's really great. Um, This week, our article of the week is by Sherry Ott and she wrote about the topic, One Isn't the Loneliest Number. So it's advice for solo travellers, especially women. Well, I think that basically covers what we wanted to talk about this week. So until next week, travel well.